Welcome to the Happy Whole You Podcast. I'm Anna Marie Frank, a doctor of traditional naturopathy and certified brain health professional. Now, those of you that know Happy Whole You, you know that we are all about health and well-being. And we combine all the physical aspects, nutritional aspects, as well as the energetic and emotional aspects to well-being. So on this podcast, you guys, you are going to get a variety of information with different topics that can range from brain health all the way to how your energy field impacts your overall health and well-being. Now, let me remind you that we are not giving medical advice on this podcast, and these are just our personal experiences and information that we are sharing. If you do have any physical or any mental challenges going on in your life, we highly recommend that you seek a medical professional that you have a strong relationship with. All right, you guys, we are going to get started. So here we go. Hey, you guys, welcome to the Happy Whole You podcast. Today, I have Bob Doyle with me, and he is best known for his contributions to the film and book, The Secret. So he is the law of attraction expert and coach. And he has been teaching these principles throughout programs, live events, podcasts, live streams, writing, and virtual reality since 1998. And he is driven by his passion for creative self-expression and his work is heavily focused on helping people decide whom they want to be and how they want to express themselves. And recently, Bob's attention has shifted from the metaphysical aspects of law of attraction or the reality creation process to a more grounded biological look at what controls our experiences, which is our brain. So I'm excited to share him with you guys today and I know you're going to get something amazing out of this episode. So here we go. All right, Bob, thank you for joining us today on the Happy Whole You podcast. Totally my pleasure. So I was very excited to have the opportunity to interview you because just your awareness that you bring around rewiring the brain and this the fact that we can be living in this autopilot zone and you are so knowledgeable about, you know, all the things about manifesting the life you want. And I just can't wait to get your take on all of these things and for you to share with our listeners, first and foremost, how do they get started with the rewiring of the brain and get connected to you? Because I think that that's a really important place to start. Well, sure, we can we can absolutely address that and then give it some context. But but when we're talking about changing our brain to create different results in our life, obviously, when people are intrigued about that whole idea, they say, "How do I start?" And what we're really trying to do here is to identify any autopilot behavior that you've cultivated over your life. And I promise you, there is a ton of it. Yes. <laughs> that probably is not serving your highest good and where you'd really like to go in your life. And so when you can identify what those patterns are, because a lot of times we're just blind to it because we were born and we were just easy, we were just programmed because our brain was wide open. As you know, we were just saying yes to everything. So our belief system is very often, you know, mirrors those of our parents or whoever whoever was around us. So there's not any necessarily any truth to their belief systems and their belief systems may not serve you at all. So when you are old enough or you learn about, hey, wait, we can change our brain and we can do this. How? 
How do we do it? So first we identify what you've got going on autopilot that isn't serving you. And the way that I do that with folks is I give them, it's just a 60 second quiz. It's free. It's online. It's multiple choice. But what it does is it identifies what I'm referring to as their transformation personality type. There's nothing wrong with these types. And if you have, if you are this type, if you have these traits, it doesn't mean that you're going to sabotage any results. But if you do feel like you're spinning your wheels or something keeps happening over and over, and you're not sure why this can be super helpful. So these traits, basically, depending on what type you are, you know, they can stop you. They can make you second guess. They can make you not take action that you should be taking or take action that you shouldn't. And when you can identify those and go, what would what behavior would better serve me? That's when we begin the rewiring process. So taking that quiz is a great first step because it shines the light where it may not have been shown. Now, some people do know that they've got behavior that you know is not serving them, but even those people probably have others that they are not. So as much information as you can get about how you're running on autopilot, the better. Then and only then can we be conscious about changing it. Yeah. And so what got you into this? What so made I, you like, you know, dive into this and be like, oh my gosh, because obviously there's probably some autopilot programming that you recognize within yourself. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And, and that's an ongoing thing. I mean, right? but you know, initially my journey in this whole thing started 20 years ago. I mean, I've trained my whole career to be a broadcaster. That's what I really love. I mean, just using my voice and doing characters and basically being a goofball. The very different than what most people know me for. But when that wasn't working, that's what got me searching for answers. Like, why isn't this working? What's going on here? That led me eventually to the, the law of attraction and that whole conversation, which really lit me up. And I spent 20 years teaching it. You know, I was in the film, The Secret. And that's what most people know me for is law of attraction and manifesting. But I noticed a few years ago that people got so obsessed with the law of attraction and all of its magic and wonder, you know, that they were not focused on what was important, which was who do they need to be to have, to attract, to maintain the life that it is that they are wanting to attract. Most people are trying to use the law of attraction to bypass the journey, bypass the experience, bypass the downs that come with the ups, to just have it show up. And that's just not how it all works. So it really came down to the understanding that our reality is actually created in the moment that we give the moment any meaning. If it, in right now, you're, you're going, am I having fun? Have I arrived? Am I there yet? Do I like me? Do I not like me? It's all happening in an instant. And that meaning that you give the moment drives your next action, whatever that is. And that action drives your result. So if you're not happy with your results, we have to go back to the wiring that is driving the actions. So that's what so that's why I got very interested in this, because now we're bypassing all the confusion of energy and vibration and resonance. And am I doing my vision board right? And all of those things, because all of those techniques and practices, which I spent 20 years trying to get people to get right, because I thought that was going to make the difference. All those things are designed to eventually have you have different thoughts, take different action and to rewire your brain. That's the end result. If any transformation is going to stick, your brain has been rewired. That's what makes it effortless and easy. And you know, you're a new autopilot. That's what we're trying to create. And when you do that, the law of attraction just works without you obsessing over it and spending a bunch of time trying to figure something out that doesn't need to be figured out. It's got it. Trust me. It doesn't need you to know how it works. The thing for you to do is to be 
the most powerful version of you that you can be. And if you don't know what that is yet, that's why we exist, you know, to help you identify that and to get through that because years of wiring can have us tell ourselves that we don't know what we want. We don't know who we are and it's not going to happen to us, but all of that can be unraveled. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love it. Cause I, I mean, I went through that process of rewiring my brain to get out of the depression that I had and the brain challenges that I had. And it wasn't until I started to pay attention to my autopilot and the rewiring of the brain that the manifestation just met me where I was yes. at. It so. really, it is simple and we've overcomplicated. We so overcomplicated. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So let the listeners know where can they go take that quick 60 second quiz to get started? Sure. It's tptquiz.com for transformation, personality, type, quiz.com, tptquiz.com. And again, 60 seconds. And then you'll get a PDF that explains a little bit more about what that type means, what it implies and action you can take, you know, knowing that same with, and then there's a companion video too, to get you kind of saying, oh, okay, well, here's what I can do with that information. Cause just knowing it is not nearly enough. And that's one of the things that is slowing people. They, they know all this stuff intellectually, they get it. Yeah, I'll get it. I can change my brain. And they can even get to the point where they identify their autopilot wiring. Yep, I'm doing it again. Now, what are you going to replace it with? Because that's what people don't do. They don't think far enough ahead to who, do, who would I rather be in this situation? How could I leave this engagement here feeling more empowered than I normally do? How can I stop doing this behavior over and over that is getting me into this situation? That's the real question. I love that, replacing it. It's like changing your systems and habits by replacing new systems and habits that are because, also for your highest good. Yes. And because most people are so focused on going after the problem, I'm going to go untangle all of that, that they're just focused on it. And they just keep bringing it up and they keep telling themselves this problem I've got that I'm going to fix, but it's this problem I've got, I got, I got, I got. And here's my story around it. And we keep telling them. So it's not about revisiting it over and over. It's recognizing it and then not revisiting it anymore. But if you don't have a replacement for it, where are you going to go? You're going to go right back. You're going to either keep noticing it or you're going to fall back into your autopilot wiring. Your body's going to kick in its chemistry and you're going to be overtaken. That's just what happens. It's biology. All of this is biology. There's no woo-woo about it. I mean, woo-woo stuff maybe happens in the background, but you don't need to understand all of that. This is why I like this conversation. Like I was fascinated with the law of attraction and the vibration and all of that stuff. I loved it. And I thought that if people just understood that it's a thing, that it would make that, but it's too much and not everybody gets it, but everybody can understand that the brain can change and no one's arguing that. Like people can debate the law of attraction all day. No one's saying the brain doesn't change. And it's very easy to prove that it does throughout our lifetimes. We can always learn new things. Where's that knowledge going? It's going into our changed brain that has new neural pathways that have developed to support that new thought, that new information. And if we give new information all the attention to the majority of it and the old information very little, those neural pathways shrivel. They just don't, they're not as readily accessed in your everyday life as they used to be. That's biology. And it's the miracle of our brain. Our brain, we're born and it's like, okay, what do you want to do? Just tell me, tell me, what do you want to learn? What action do you, who do you want to be? It's ready to do it. Unfortunately, that first seven years, somebody else programmed us, but we now can take over that job. Understanding that we've got decades of wiring that we've got, 
We got a lot of autopilot behavior and it might be pretty freaking uncomfortable to start changing it, but we embrace that rather than say, oh, I guess the universe doesn't want it for me because this doesn't feel like flow. When we are, see, we're, we're changing our whole lives just on autopilot. We're easing through these changes, our structural changes, just in response to things. We're not being proactive. We're in response mode. But if we decide to be proactive and significantly change who we're going to be, well, of course, we're going to feel the difference way more than if we're just not noticing it and coasting. So all that feeling of discomfort and, oh, my God, I'll never do this. How could I do this? Totally normal. And, exp and to be expected. And that's when you can go, oh, okay, well, there it is. There's that normal thing that of course is there. Why would you have this thought and then suddenly know all the answers? You've got no experience to back it up. Nothing's wired. So you just say, all right, well, this is the new thing I'm going to learn. Instead of Spanish or a new recipe, I'm going to learn a new way to behave. And I'm going to study people who are doing it, study people who are, are succeeding, pick up the things that work for me. I'm going to make it up. And I'm going to visualize it every day. And the, here's the thing about visualization is it in the law of attraction conversation, it almost seems like that's part of the magical process. You're going to visualize and the, the energy is going to, okay, yes, that might be happening. But also what's happening in this visualization is you're changing your brain. The brain doesn't know that you're just visualizing. It's having an experience that you get to visualize over and over and over. And if you don't consciously visualize something, you're, trust me, your subconscious is having conversations all day long about why you can't and why you're justified to not move forward and all of those things. So if you don't override it consciously at first and a lot, how can you expect to change? So it's, again, it's all just practical. We take all the magic out of it. No one's promising you're going to be rewired in a week because we don't know how long how much wire we've got, but what we can do is help you consistently send the right thoughts to your mind and use tools to counter all the flare-ups that come up. You know, we, we can help you. It, you can do it. However, most people try to take it on themselves. They've got all they've got is their own resources, their current wiring. If they're, and that's, if that's all the information they've got, that's all they're going to act on. And so of course they'll stay stuck. Yeah. I think it's really interesting that, you know, how you said, you know, focus on what you do want and the stuff you don't want, minimize it and put it in the background or just don't give it attention. Because one thing I've found with working with clients is there's a lot of people that'll say they're not happy. They don't like their job. They don't like this. Everything's blah, 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 miserable. But yet when I ask them, if you were to wake up tomorrow and all your problems were to disappear, what would you do? How would you be? How would you feel? And what's interesting is they'll always say, oh, I'll feel good. I would feel really good. But when I ask, what would you do? That action, they really struggle with that. Mm -hmm. So if you have somebody who is like, I know I'm not happy where I'm at. I don't like what's going on, but they can't answer that to do, right? Like, what is it that they really want to do? What yeah. would you recommend? Like, where should they start? Like, here's- well. Yes. They're too focused on the outer result. You know, what do I do to get a result? And the question is, who do I need to be? Who do I need to be? That's going to get the result. And you don't, and truly, you don't want to come into this conversation and decide what you want out there when you're this person. You want to decide what you want when you're that person. That's why you need to decide who that is first. Now, what do they want? Because a lot of your desires now might be driven from lack and fear and worry and panic and whatever else. You, that's not how you want to create. So you want to decide who is the most empowered version of me and what, what, is their, what surrounds them in their life and how does it make them feel? And what behaviors 
does that person have that I do not have, that I am, have not cultivated? What stories have they let go of that I'm still telling? So you can, there are things you can know right away. Like you may not know all the details and that's fine. Of course, how would you? Right. But you do know that you, you use what you don't like as the starting point, but then you immediately think, how would I like to feel? How would I like to be? Be, not what do I want to have? Because then you start trying to figure out how are you going to get it? That's, and you are the one, you're not ready. Yeah. So figure out who you are and start taking on those traits, like write them down. What is that person doing? Are they a little bit better with their integrity? Do they show up on time and maybe you don't? Do they exercise and you don't? Do they, all of those things that you can do, like you're physically able to do right now, just do them. You don't wait until the stuff happens. You do them, which creates the stuff happening, uh, Again, not magic, but still cool. It's amazing we can do that. We yeah. are not stuck with what we've got in our lives. We can change it. And we are the creative force that does it. And the universe, which we, of which we are a part, is right there just waiting, waiting. It's going to respond in, through our biology to create what we want, the action, the journey that we have to take, the adventure that is our life. It's not about waking up and it's just there because you're not, that doesn't work. It doesn't, there's no logic to that. How are you going to sustain a reality that just is plopped in your lap when you don't even know how you got it. it. You didn't take the journey to maintain it. And this is the whole thing with the lottery winners who lose their money right away. You yes. know, in the law of attraction conversation, we would talk a lot about, well, they just weren't energetically aligned with having the million dollars. So they resisted it. Okay, fine. But they also didn't have proper bank accounts. They didn't know anything about investing or asset protection or any of that stuff. Probably people swooped in trying to give them. They weren't a millionaire, if you mean, if you know what I mean. You can be a millionaire and not have a million dollars. Okay. It's the way it's the state of being. So if that, if, if, if like if a millionaire, a, a true person who has millions of dollars loses it all because of some catastrophic thing, it doesn't change that they are a millionaire and all they got to do is just keep doing what they were doing and rebuild it. But that's not, but, a, but a person who hasn't done that work, hasn't taken that journey will not think that way. They'll think, Oh, the universe, right? So that's, you know, it's, it's about waking people up and saying, look, there's still a lot of really cool crap going on in the universe. Trust me, it's awesome. It, but you don't need to understand it. And this can be a lot simpler than, than you're making it. Yeah. Yeah. It's changing that behavior, changing those actions. And I love how you said, what do you need to let go of in order to be the person you want to be? And I think that we can all really think about what is it that we need to let go of? Cause I know like I find myself repeating certain behaviors and I have to remind myself, Oh, remember Anna Marie, we don't do that when we're becoming this or when we're this and it's, and it is, it's programming from when we're really young and it's, it's incredible to when you go within to look because yeah. it's, it's really powerful. What would you say to the person? Cause I've come across people that are like, Oh, I just like, they're, they're like scared to look within. Mm -hmm. Oh Yeah. Yeah. And the reason that they get scared is because they don't believe that it could ever happen. That like that if, if I don't know what I want, I don't know what I'm passionate about. I bet you you do. You've layered that up. You've covered it up because somebody told you and you believe that it's not going to happen for you. So why would you get your hopes up for something? Why would you create a vision for something if deep down inside you just don't think it can happen? It's just going to lead to frustration, et cetera, et cetera. This is all happening. In, in these, in the wiring of the brain. But again, if you can just look at the logic, well, of course you think that way because this is what you learned. This is what you were told and your brain said, okay, but look at this person over here. They also have a human brain. They were told different things. Look at what they can do. What if we told your brain different things? 
Yeah. Oh, but I don't know. Okay. Okay. And then, so it's just that it's, it really is like, sometimes it's like, uh, you know, ch- changing the direction of a train it, and it takes, but then once you get momentum, like it starts like, this is uncomfortable. I don't know how to do this, but now I'm getting a little speed and this is a little bit easier and let's see what else I can do. But at first, ah, uh, like walking through cement. And that's why you got to have some, you got to have support. You have to have either a coach or a group or a thing, somebody who can see things 12 million different ways that you can't see them. Because yeah. as clever as you are, as creative as you are, you got what you've got, but you have access to so much more. Yeah. And what's really cool about all of this is it's choice, right? Like we have the power to choose. Mm-hmm. So you can choose to say the same or you can choose whatever the hell you want. <laughs> I'm like- glad you said that. Because people spend decades searching for who am I supposed to be? Yeah. Whoever you want, you decide, you get to decide. I mean, that whole journey to find yourself. If, I mean, I've 20 years, I've been, I've climbed the mountains and one day I shall know. And I'm like, why don't you just, what do you want to do? Yeah. Right. And then like, like, learn how to do that. And then do, then you can be doing it. It's, it's really not that we make it so, cause again, we get, we learn that this, this, somebody told us that somebody is, it's a journey, Yeah. but so, you can go to the library and learn how to do a thing. You can get online and learn how to do a thing. You can go to school, learn how to do a thing. You can learn how to do whatever you need to learn, however long it takes. And this is the other thing we get into this instant manifestation. You know, I want this now. I want it. And the law of attraction is going to have me this in 90 days. Look, let's say it took you five years to rewire yourself. But you did. And you went through the journey. It was up and down. You wanted to give up so many times. It felt like, oh, but five years of all of it, you did the tools, you took the coaching, you did whatever. And now you're there. And you wouldn't have been there had you not started, had you not taken the journey. So five years, you're going to be like, oh, if I had started five years or you won't think about it at all. And you'll just keep doing autopilot thinking that that kind of life is for somebody else. But you've got a brain right there that would have done it. So five years even 10. It's yeah. better than never doing it, never getting it. Because after that 10, after that five, now you've got the rest of your life to do it. And not only that, now you'll know that you can do it. So you can do even more. This is what you're going to discover as you go through this evolutionary train of your brain is that halfway to your goal, it'll probably evolve into something bigger or something even more to your heart. But that first thing is what pulls you. That's what you need to understand. It is not about the end goal. The end goal pulls you through the journey that is your life and gives you those ups and downs and has you meet those people and have those experiences and make that contribution. That's all part of the journey. Yeah. And then as you, like I said, halfway through the journey, three quarters of the way, you almost get there and it now your destination changes because you've grown, you've evolved, new things have happened as a result of this and it's okay and it's perfect. It doesn't mean like, but I spent all this, hopefully by that time, you'll know that, you'll, you'll know that. But it's just knowing up front that, it's not as much about, because if you just keep focusing on the destination, then every little setback that you have is going to mean something. You're going to make it mean something that doesn't, that it's not mean. Every setback is, is actually moving forward because you've learned something. It's if you act on what you've learned, I don't care if it feels like 10 steps back, you learned, you got that information by moving forward. Now take that information and move forward again. And you'll realize that that 10 steps backwards was actually a quantum leap forward because you learned so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a gift when we have, when we have those challenges, right? That's really, it's really a gift. And it's what you do with it. Yes. And you know what? So that autopilot 
I can relate to so much. And like I told you, there's a chapter in my book on autopilot. And what I have found in my journey thus far with growth and just, you know, continuously becoming more and, you know, growing into the person that I want to be is there's like this, I remember I read this book in college, but it was something like in the meantime. So it was like between that catastrophic low that wakes you the heck up mm-hmm. and then that next high that you got, you reach that little goal. Sometimes you can find yourself in that autopilot zone. So for example, you work so hard to get that job, that job you really, really wanted. And then you get in there and you're going after it for six months, a year, and then four or five years pass and you find yourself like the job you were so excited about. And it's just there. And you're kind of like, what happened to the last four or five years? Mm -hmm. How did I even get here? And I've just been like that autopilot takes over. So I think it's important for people to recognize too, that as you're working towards the goals and you get that next high, be mindful of that autopilot that can take place at any point, because we do, we keep hitting that ceiling of that programming. We're here to have the human experience, not achieve even goals or job Mm -hmm. promotions or a certain amount of money. We're here to have the human experience. So when you have that goal and you get that job, hooray. Now, what's your next human experience? Because it's not about the job. You don't sit in the job because what you just described happens. You go, what happened? I thought it was, no, no, that's just that that was a step in your journey of life. Where to next? And you need to have excitement around that where to next. It doesn't mean that you can't bask in the glow of your accomplishment, great. But if you start to feel a little antsy, that's normal. Uh, We live in an ever expanding universe. And if we stop growing at any point, we're going to feel it in depression and anger and resentment and blame. And of course, the stories and all of these things. We were born with that spark of a passion and those interests that we have for a freaking reason. The universe, and this most woo-woo thing I say in these interviews, the universe sprung us forth into this form to experience itself through us and gave us this gift of you like this, this will excite you. This will make you feel awesome. You can do this. Now go for it. I'm not going to tell you how, because it can be whatever you want. You can do it however you want. Yeah. Go, go be that. So then we get to create that with all of our thoughts and our actions and stuff like that. So hopefully we're born into an environment that cultivates it. A lot of times we're not. And then we get thrown into a school system, which definitely doesn't cultivate it. <laughs> so it's not surprising at all that you're 30, 40 years old going, what the hell is going on here? How come these people are having this amazing life? And what, blah, 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 right? It's just all they did was they used their brain differently than you, but not in a way that you can't. So do you want to do what they did? Great. Let's do that. Yeah. And I, I, I think it's important that you know, and I've talked about this before on the show is, you know, we, in our system as it is in the U S we have the system where it's like, you go to school, you have a teacher who is like a mentor and then, you know, maybe you do sports or you're in drama or, you know, choir or whatever you have this, these leaders, and then you go to college maybe, or you go into the service. And again, you have these leaders and you're learning and you're following. And then we go into our careers and our jobs. And what's interesting is we stop having coaches. We stop having leaders to a certain extent. And that's where I think it's so important for that expansion and becoming that, 
you know, we get coaches, that we join programs, that we get involved in groups because as an adult, no one's going to do it for you. When you're a kid, you know, as parents are putting their kids in things and you have to do this and you have to do that. But nobody is saying, hey, you need to continue to evolve as a human and keep growing. And so I think there's this this misconception that if, you know, somebody's company doesn't, their employer doesn't pay for the personal growth for them, or, you know, if insurance doesn't cover it or whatever, it's like, oh, well, I, I just, right. That's a good point. That's a good point. That's, that is, that's some of our entitlement wiring. Yeah. Like, well, isn't somebody else going to take care of the rest of my life for me? Yeah, no, but it, yeah, it's the people, then you look at the people who achieve, they're the people who absolutely do not think about that, like that. They are on, they are, they know they've got responsibility for their lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one thing that I think is really important that people recognize is they have to invest in themselves, whether that be time, whether that be, you know, money, whether that be using that money for a coach or a program or something like that. Because I do want to say this, though, about the programs, because one of the personality types that you can test for, and it is actually the most common type, is the seeker. And what happens with the seeker is they are very excited about transformation, maybe whatever. They're into it. They're so into it that they buy every freaking thing. They go to every (laughs) seminar. They listen to everybody. They're constantly working on themselves. And in fact, that becomes their identity, like Mm -hmm. that they're working on themselves. And then they never really finish or they never really get. And a lot of times it's because they jump from philosophy to philosophy, because what happens is we start a program and then it starts to get uncomfortable because growth is about to happen. And here comes another program that's all polishy and shiny and says it's easy and maybe even costs less, takes less time. You go, oh, that sounds better. And then you go over there. And then, but you know, the discomfort is inevitable. uh, And if you can't handle it, you're going to jump and jump and jump until you find somebody. Then you get a coach who coddles you and you get no results, you know? So it's, it's just, it's just like being ready to step up for the journey and, and know that it's going to be a ride and take responsibility for these and to stick with it and to know why you're doing it. The other big factor that, that has people not get there is they didn't make it non-negotiable. If you look at things like as a human being, things we had to learn, like walking and talking and reading and cooking, just those basic things, tons of discomfort, lots of mistakes, sometimes, you know, a really long time to learn. But we didn't sit there and go, well, I get I I tried five times. The universe doesn't want it for me. Somebody take care of this for me. We just did it. And we took whatever mistakes and we learned the lessons and we made the adjustments and then we did it. Now it's a part of our everyday. Same exact thing can happen here. It's just learning. We just keep doing it, keep doing it. We learn the lessons. We don't make it mean anything when we don't. It's just part of the process. And then we get there. And now it's autopilot, like literally like riding a bike. It's in our bodies. It's in our minds. We don't, it's there. It's wired, but it takes repetition and falling down and falling down and making those mistakes. And we just don't want to do that when it comes to personal development, but we will do it in other areas. So again, we just wake up and go, okay, we're just beating, we're not, we're being silly. Yeah. You know, we're having unrealistic expectations that somebody put into us and in, an entire industry gave us unrealistic expectations about what it takes to change ourselves. I'm not saying it's easy because we've got lots of wiring, but it's simple. It's learning. How do you learn? You study. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, I know like for myself, I know that my biggest growth is about to happen when I get uncomfortable and I start to like, I, when I start to recognize retraction within myself, I have to really check myself 
because that with expansion, there's like this, in my experience, every time I go through an expansion period, there's like a, it feels like there's like this little retraction and I have to like catch myself in it. And it's that's a skill set you have. Thank God. Right. Not everybody has that though. Not everybody has that. They don't, they don't even think to analyze it or notice it. They're just taken over by it. The smartest people. It's not, it has nothing to do with how enlightened you are or any, any of it. Have you had the conversation about wiring with somebody? Have you looked into metaphysics? If you haven't, then there's no expectation that this should necessarily. However, the, the conversation that our brains can change should be pretty easy to accept. There's no, I'm not asking for anybody to believe a philosophy or religion in metaphysics or anything, just basic biology that is everywhere. It just comes into, okay, so what do I have to do to do it? Number one, you got to get excited about the change. It can't just be, I don't like what I've got. That's the beginning. What do you want instead? Who do you want to be? And what behavior can you implement today that is more congruent with that person than who you're being every day? And that begins the process. Yeah. And I think another important piece too, and you've probably found this, is you talked earlier about look for the person that is, you know, being the way or doing like what you aspire, right? To do. Yeah, particularly if you're not if you're not clear on what to do, it's just a clue. You don't have to be like them. You don't have to have every trait. That's not about, and it's not about worshiping. It's about going, okay, that trait I like. Listen to the confidence with which they speak. Look how they hold themselves. They're in great shape. They do that, you know, whatever it is that's calling to you, it's calling to you for a reason. It's inspiring a part of you that is, it's in you. So you can develop it. It just has never been developed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that. And then there's also another piece that, I think with that, I heard someone say this once and I'm like, wow, I can totally see that. They said, if you're looking at somebody else and there's a sense of jealousy, you're probably witnessing something within them that you haven't even developed yet. Oh yeah. Something along those lines. And I, when I heard that, I was like, oh my gosh, that's so interesting because there's truth. I believe that there's, there's truth to that. So I do. If I look, I mean, if I, why would you be jealous? Why, what, right. If you didn't, if there wasn't something about that, that you wanted to experience, what, you wouldn't, there would be no jealousy. And I would look at, I'm very rarely have those feelings. Thank God. Cause I used to have them all the time and it sucks. It's the worst, yeah. <laughs> but when they flare up and they still do, I don't like them. And it's always because I'm comparing, mm-hmm. I'm comparing myself where I am in my journey, whatever. It's, it's misguided. You know, if anything, it should inspire, right? If somebody's got something that you, you know, it should inspire you. It should show you that it's possible. So what actions are they taking? Now, here's where it gets frustrating for some people. For me, if I look at their actions and I go, I wouldn't take those actions. That's not who I am. I don't like, I think there's, I like the result they have, right? but I don't like, so again, there's nothing to be jealous about because you don't want to be that person. How else could you, who could you be in those situations? How would you like to be? So you can use all of it, but jealousy is a nasty one because there's a lot of chemistry involved. It's like revenge and all those other ones that are just, they don't feel good, but they give you this something. They wake you up. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, and they're addictive. 
all those yucky chemicals, they get very addicted. We get, we get addicted to our stories. We get addicted to how bad we feel by them, how validated we feel in our inability to succeed. It's crazy, the chemistry. So again, what do we do? We have to replace that chemistry with something that feels even better. And the beauty part is our imagination alone can do a lot of that. We have to develop our imagination if we haven't, but it's there and you can do it. Yeah. Yeah. The stories we make up around things is pretty incredible. My coaches that I use, she has me bottom line things when I'm like talking, talking, talking. And she's, she's like, okay, you just made up another story around that. She's like, let's bottom line the facts. Yeah. So irritating, right? Yeah. And when they reflect back at you like that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I know. Yeah. it's, it's, it's one of those things as a coach, you know, and I'm sure that you coach people. And then when you get coached with something like that, that you coach people on and go, really, I'm doing that. It's so frustrating. Yeah. Yeah, you it know, is. I, and it's, but it's like, wow, what a, you know, but thank God, right? Blessing. Yeah. Cause it's if you didn't know, exactly, you just be <laughs> continue to be run by it. Yeah. Cause nobody, nobody's perfect. Nobody has all the answers. And that's, I think what's really cool about life is that nobody does have all the answers. Nobody knows it all. And so it's, it's, you know, piggybacking off each other through this evolution and helping each other along the way that yes. is really powerful. Yeah, and- I do agree that we do not utilize one another enough, which is why I mean, it's I definitely have community as a part of the work I do, because I do see the value in, in you know, seeing other people's experience, being able to help them. Yeah. I mean, when you can contribute anything of value to somebody because you were, and it maybe it was a crappy situation that you wouldn't wish on anybody and you were dreading every, you hated it. You were going, why is this happening to me? And then you get through it. And now you have experience to help whoever comes along who has had similar experiences. And that's mm-hmm. going to feel really good. Yeah. You know, and, and so again, it's, if you can kind of get this, it's all divine mentality or whatever you need to, because you just never know. It could be years before you understand why this crappy thing was divine. But when you do, you go, oh my God, if that hadn't happened, yeah, I would have none of this. Yeah. So it's, so it, the, the negative responses and all those things, they're, they're normal. We're a human being, we're programmed to have them, but it's not normal or, or appropriate is hanging on to them and letting those things define us. They're there to show us, Hey, it's time for an adjustment in action or a thought or whatever. What do we need to do to get this bad chemistry out? But a lot of us have learned to fixate on it. Oh yeah. You should be mad at them. Boy, they did that. If I were there, if I were you, I'd be pissed. Right. And then it just, we learned that we should be mad for an inappropriate amount of a month, a year. However, we just arbitrarily make it up. None of it true. And we sentence ourselves to a life of all kinds of limitations because we have to now live up to our own stories that we're telling everybody, man, stop telling the stories that yeah. you don't want to have to live up to. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. I know my story used to be, Oh, I, I have depression that was my story. And as long as I just, you know, tell people I had depression, I could be tired. I could be lazy. I could, it's <laughs> like all these things I, yeah, I allowed to happen. And yeah, I'm, I'm so glad that. But a part of you was getting something out of that. Right. right? Yeah, I mean, you yeah. wouldn't be doing, it's yeah. like, well, I don't have to, now I don't have to do anything, <laughs> but it's so crazy. Right. Cause you are, then there's that other part of you that goes, what, what are you doing right now? Yes. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's no, it's true. Good. We only repeat certain behaviors because we are getting something out of it. And, yeah. and sometimes, That's why yeah, we have to be reminded all the time by somebody, hey, mm-hmm. you're doing it again. You're doing yeah. it again. Does that feel good? Do you want to keep doing that? Is that who you want to be? I mean, it's you got to be relentless. 
either with yourself or have or allow someone else to do it if you really want to change because that non-negotiable stuff is going to come with the greatest challenges and you're going to have and your brain and all of your experience your ego your intellect everything you've got is going to give you perfect reasons to not move forward yeah and i love earlier how you said that you know it, when something bad happens it's like an opportunity for you to shift right it's like for you to like have an awareness like oh maybe there's something i need to change versus dwelling in that negative story and that negative yes. thing like oh of course this happened to me again of, of course, course. yeah why. why does this always happen and here's the thing when you ask yourself why does this always happen you're going to get those answers that, the, the thing about the questions we ask is like, it's, it's like the stories we tell, right? We tell ourselves these terrible stories to, to ourselves and other people to justify who we are. Yes, the question. So the, the other thing is we ask ourselves the wrong questions. Why does this always happen to me? Why can't I get a break? How come not me? Well, if you ask your questions, your brain will just automatically go seeking those answers and it'll find them and you'll go there. That's right. Exactly. All those people and the story and the thing. Ask yourself a different story. Your brain will go out and try and find those answers. And guess what? You're going to find some. It'll be miraculous. How yeah. could this work for me instead of why won't this work for me? We'll bring you an entirely different set of answers and possibility for your life. If you're a skeptic, which is one of the types, you ask everything. Why, why, won't this, this, why won't this work for me? So you want to prove why it won't. Well, you get to be right. You'll find your answers. And you don't have to look stupid because you did a thing. But yeah. then you also don't get to grow. Right. So you justify that, but you, but that part of you that likes to be right is satisfied, but the rest of you completely unsatisfied. But asking that different question, how could this work for me? You still get to be a skeptic. You're still using your intellect. You're still not going to be taken for a ride here. Yeah. But you're asking a different question. You might see new possibility yeah. and could take some action and get a result. Viewing what is possible. It's, it's, it's just like, you know, saying, I have to do this. I have to do that. Switching that to, I choose. Or I get I choose to do this or I get to do this. Yeah, yeah. I have a friend who wrote a book called I get to do this. And that's like a radical, you know, I choose to do this. Like if you really hate to do it, I get to do this. And there are ways to frame everything like the worst job you could possibly undertake. Well, what if you were in prison and you had a choice? You can be free and do that crappy job. Or you can stay here. I'll go do the crappy job. <laughs> it's just perspective. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I love it. So. Can you, to wrap things up, can you just share with everyone? All right. They're like, okay, I know I have programming. I need to make a change. Give them again, the website, what they can do and how they can get started. So yes, the website again for the quiz is tptquiz.com. So 60 seconds from then you'll, you'll have some information about some of your autopilot stuff and, and you may already know it. That's fine. But what you will get is here's what you can do with it. And then I'll tell you about how I work with people and what options you have there. And then the journey begins, but even with just what you get there and what we've certainly, what we've talked about today, you get the idea that, you know, there needs to be some daily new conversation going into your brain. You need to catch your autopilot responses and you, you need to know what you're going to replace them with. And if you can handle that all by yourself, great. And if you need some help, then there's people like me and others. Love it. All right, you guys. So you guys go take that quiz just to get started. And from there, you'll get some good guidance on where you can get additional support. So Bob, this has been such a great conversation. I really appreciate you. And I love that, you know, we can believe in manifestation and the law of attraction and all that. But at the end of the day, it comes down to what we're choosing in our actions and I think it's so great that you're bringing that to awareness. So thank you for all the work you're doing. Well, thank you for saying so. I'm having a good time doing it. 
Thanks for joining us today, you guys, on this Happy Whole You podcast. We are so stoked that you are listening. And if you have questions or want to reach out to us, you can always email us at info at happyholeyou.com. And you know where to find us at Happy Whole You on Facebook and at Happy Whole You on Instagram. So have a wonderful day. Have a great week. And we will see you soon.